0: Welcome to the Brand Builders Lab podcast. I'm your host, Suze Chadwick, certified business and mindset coach, author, and speaker. Each week, we'll be talking about simple but powerful business and mindset strategies that will help you build a lean, clean, and profitable business so you can learn to get out of your own way and pay yourself more. Forget Average, it's time to level up. Hey friend, welcome back to another week. Amazing to have you here. I am really looking forward to diving into today's topic with you. I can't believe that I've not spoken about this before. I feel like I have maybe mentioned brand position in a number of earlier episodes, but it has been a while since I have talked about this. And I have had a number of potential clients and clients come to me and talk about the fact that they want to shift their brand position, that they want to shift the way that they're seen in the market, what they're doing. A lot of times shifting their brand position can align with shifting their business model as well to be seen in a different way by their audience and potential clients. And so I really wanted to talk today about all the different elements that go into shifting your brand position. And the great thing is that this is something that I intentionally did last year. And just some of the things that I did to really help me shift the way I'm seen in the market, the level at which I'm operating, and some of the more tactical things that I did as well. So that is what we're gonna be going through. Apart from that, I just wanted to let you know and remind you to subscribe to my beautiful email community. I've got some really awesome things coming up, like free trainings, masterclasses, etc. And if you want to be the first to know about those and grab them then head over to suzechadwick.com forward slash subscribe and you can come join my gorgeous email community as well and get love letters from me every single week with new podcast episodes great business and branding tips and teachings as well as any new free content free training that is coming up as well so head over there jump on and let's dive into this week's episode So let's talk all things brand positioning. I love to talk about brand positioning because I see it in action all the time. And so when you're looking to shift your brand position, there are a few key things that you have to do, but I want to talk about what brand position is, the elements of brand positioning, and then we'll talk about how to shift yours if that's something you're wanting to do. So the first thing I want to say is why would you shift your brand position? If you are currently in a particular space and you're wanting to either shift your business model, you're wanting to increase your prices and be seen at a different level in the market, exactly what it says on the tin, brand position, then these are some things that you want to be thinking about. If you want to refresh everything. If you want people to see you in a different light, then you would be working on your brand position. So I talk about this in a number of masterclasses. So if you've been in any of my masterclasses, you may have heard a little bit of this. And I give the example of are you Chanel or are you Kmart? And so, for example, I'm not going to walk into Chanel and expect to pay $5 for something. And I'm not going to walk into Kmart and expect to pay $5,000 for something. I have a perception of the quality that both of those particular retail stores have. I know what price point they're at. I know who their target audience is, and I therefore know where they are positioned in the market. And so, one of the examples I give in my masterclass is that I have a picture or two pictures of grey leather pull string bags. Yeah, so I've got one on one side. They are both grey. They are both leather. They both have metal hardware on them. They both look fairly similar. There's a few design elements that are different. But one is $199 from Country Road and the other is $3,999 from Chanel. So I just really want to reiterate that both leather, both gray, both pull string bags, both fairly similar, but a massive over $3,000 price difference. And the reason for that price difference is because of the brand position because I know that if I buy the one from Chanel, there is status attached with it. There is quality attached with it. There is uniqueness attached with it. And so, brand position is much higher for a brand like Chanel than it is for a brand like Country Road or Kmart. Obviously, those brand positions are very different as well. And so, Let's start off with what Google says. So Google says a brand position refers to the unique value that a brand presents to its customer. It is a marketing strategy brands create to establish their brand identity while conveying their value proposition, which is the reason why a customer would prefer their brand over others. And I think that word prefer is a really important one. Because I say this all the time, when your customers buy from you, when I buy from a brand, it reflects who I am and who I see myself being. And so if I prefer one brand over the other, it's because it's speaking to me. In a different way. It's saying, I'm for you. If you buy me, this is what people are going to think. Or if you buy me, then you really value this particular thing. It could be quality. It could be uniqueness. It could be whatever it is. Whatever your values align to, then you're going to find brands that have a similar values alignment. The other thing that I I think is important to talk about as well before we dive in is what is a good brand position? And so I went back to the Googles and I asked the question and it says, effective brand positioning happens when a brand is perceived as favorable, valuable, and credible to its customers. The sum of those three becomes unique to your business and as a result, your customers carve out a place for you in their minds. And so I just really want to go back on that. Favorable, valuable, and credible to the consumer. Now, if you have a business and you're finding that you're not getting customers, you're not attracting the right people, you're not finding people who are willing to pay what it is that you charge, then there may be a misalignment around your brand position. Because the people that have come to you, they may have an expectation of paying a certain price, of getting a a certain result or a product or service, and that when they finally come to you, there's a misalignment there. And so it's really important to understand what a brand position is and understand the elements that contribute to your brand position as well. And so I go through 11 key things. There's really 10. The 11th one is kind of, you know, a collective, but 10 key things that you need to look at if you want to shift your brand position. So let's go through these 11 things and you can absolutely like reflect on this in your own business and think about what that is to you. So the first one is the look or visual brand. So the look of your business matters. We buy with our eyes and we also make split second decisions. So I do this all the time with shops, cafes, restaurants. If I'm walking around looking for somewhere nice, I make an instant decision based on how a place looks, what's in the window, if they have customers, the decor. They may have the best coffee, and the best food in the world. But if it doesn't look good, I'm not going in. Your business is exactly the same. When I think my of my first version of visual branding that I did myself in PicMonkey, for those who can remember PicMonkey, all those years ago, I cringe, but everybody starts somewhere. So that's okay. And as they say, when you know better, you can do better. So last year, I made a conscious decision to raise my brand position and have a new logo created, new photos taken. I cleaned up my website, some of my products and services. I wanted it to look clean, classy, and premium. Those were the three words that I was focused on. Did my logo look clean? Did it look classy? Did it look premium? Yes. Was what I was wearing in my photos and the locations of my photos Was it clean, classy, and premium? Yes, it was. Now, I also want to say that this wasn't a huge project for me. I think sometimes people think, oh my gosh, I've got to go on this massive journey in order to shift my brand position. And I just want to say that it doesn't have to be bigger than Ben Hur. I asked my designer to create my new logo and my brand assets. I have been working with her for years Shout out to Eb Harper from Eb Harper Designs. Uh, I had a photo shoot whilst I was away on a speaking gig with my photographer Jess from The Who, Photography and Design. She did a shoot for me when we were out and about and I was just really fortunate. The hotel we were staying in, also the shop Jumbled, which is in Orange in New South Wales. They are in the most incredible building and have the most incredible interiors and I was very lucky enough to have my photo shoot in there. And so my photos were exactly what I wanted them to be. But the one thing that made the big difference is that I knew what I wanted. I knew what I wanted the brand shift to be, and I knew how I wanted it to look. So we were able to work with that. And I think that if you're just starting out with looking at your brand reposition, then just getting really clear on where is my position right now and where do I want it to be? And are there other brands, not talking about competitors, other brands in the market that you look at and you're like, I want my brand to look like that. I These are the things that are important to me for this reposition. And these are the things that I really love. And so if you can get clear on that, then it can be an easy thing to start putting those elements together. I didn't do it all in one big bang. I kind of did it over a couple of months. I didn't put a lot of pressure on myself and we made it happen and I love it. And I have clients that come to me all the time and they're like, oh my God, I went to your website. I absolutely love it. It's so clean and it feels so nice and all the rest of it. And so, It does what I need it to do, which is the perfect thing. The second thing is how does your brand position feel? So obviously your visual brand will contribute to the feel of your business. So when I look at something... I like, I get a feeling, a feeling like this is going to be good. It looks so nice. If you're talking about service-based businesses, then somebody's content is going to make you feel a certain way. Is it building trust? Is it building confidence? Do I feel like this is for me? And so a lot of times when we talk about brand position and we talk about brand values alignment, then when somebody comes and they engage with you, they they either love what you're saying, how you're showing up, what you're doing because it really speaks to their pain point and their needs and what they're really looking to achieve But also it could be aspirational. You know, I talk about aspirational desire when it comes to magnetic branding. And aspirational desire is looking at somebody and going, I want to work with that person. Like I may not be able to do it now, but I want to work with that person. That looks amazing. What they do is amazing. And I'm in. And so that feeling that somebody gets and the feeling that you create That's something that I really want you to think about. You know, when we're doing events, I spend a lot of time on the feeling. What is the feeling I want people to have? I want them to walk into beautiful, natural light spaces. I want them to see the beautiful flowers on the table, the printed color workbooks, the things that they can hold up and have when they're doing their Instagram reels or their socials, etc. I want them to have a beautiful like lunch, something that's like a feasting menu. Like there are specific things that when I think about that, it is about brand positioning. When somebody comes in and has a premium experience, which we're going to talk about in just a second, they get a feeling. And so what is the feeling that your business is creating? What is the feeling that you're giving your clients? Which leads to number three, which is experience. So brand experience. Yeah. And so One of the things that I talk about, and it comes from Marty Neumeier, who I always say is the godfather of branding, is that business is the nuts and bolts of what you do, and brand is the collective experiences that your customers have when they come in contact with you. And so experience is a massive part of brand positioning. So every time somebody sees you online, they engage with you, they read your blog, they listen to your podcast, they go to your website, they work with you, they have an experience remember this impacts people who are clients and those who want to be clients. Yeah. So at all stages of the customer journey from the minute that they find you, they're having an experience. And my question is, have you crafted that experience? Have you thought about that experience? When you show up online, what is the experience you're giving them? Is it light? Is it heavy? Is it fun? Is it informative? Is it something that, you know, you're really proud of? Like, what is the experience that you're giving somebody? When I Once again, when I walk into Kmart, I have a very different experience to if I walk into Chanel. And so crafting your experience and crafting all of the experiences that your clients have also then helps them to understand what your price point might be, what your quality might be, what, the, what else they're going to do with you, what the outcome might be. And so really think about how am I creating an experience that aligns with the position in the market that I want my business to be at. And so for example, if you're like, well, I'm going to charge $10,000 for $20,000 for a client to work with me, and then the experience is not a great one, then they're obviously not going to feel that there's a brand position alignment. They're not going to feel like what they're paying is worth, what you're creating and giving them. So really think about how that experience aligns. Number four is consistency. Now this may not, you may not think that it's around brand position, but it is. If I went to, I'm just going to use Chanel. I don't know why, but I am. If I go to Chanel one time and then like I get one experience and then I go another time and I get a different experience, then that's going to be, that's going to feel a little bit weird to me where I'm unsure that I can trust this process. I'm unsure I can trust, you know, coming back and having the same experience. It's like when you maybe go to a restaurant you have an incredible experience and then you go back and it's not very good. The likelihood is you're probably not going to go back again. If you go every time and there's a consistent quality of experience, then you're going to be like, this is great. I will recommend it to other people. And so the consistency of you showing up, the consistency of the quality of what you're putting out there is really important. And so that goes with number five, which is quality. So, you know, what is the quality of your products and services? What is the quality of the content that you put out? What is the quality of the freebies that you have, your opt-ins, your lead magnets. What is the quality of all of that? And if you can honestly say, this is like the best quality that I can create, this is the best quality that I can produce, then that's amazing. But you've just got to make sure that the consistency and the quality of what you're putting out, once again, aligns with the position in the market that you want to be. And so you've got to ask yourself, what does the quality need to look like? What are all the additional things I need to think about and do in order for me to hold this brand position? Now, for example, my retreats, they are something that I, once again, brand experience, think about the quality, the quality and the consistency, So the quality is like five star and the food is five star and I make sure that there's gifts and I make sure that they're in beautiful surrounds and we go to five star restaurants for our Friday lunch and they have massages in their room, things like that. Like there is a level of quality which is really important. And now it's about keeping that consistency so that people who come to one retreat, if they come to another, they know what to expect. They know the quality that they're going to get when they come. Once again, if you can create amazing experiences that are consistent at a high quality, number one, people will talk about it. They will let other people know how great it is. But it also aligns with the sixth thing around Brand positioning, which is price. If I know that I'm going to get an exceptional experience, it's going to be beautiful, it's going to be luxe, it's going to be fantastic, then you can charge for that. Like you can charge well for something that is at a premium. If you're looking to shift your brand position, one of the biggest reasons that people want to shift their brand position is because they want to shift their pricing as well. Now you can't keep everything as is, I don't think, unless you're under pricing at the moment. But I don't think that you can raise your prices without shifting a few things in your business, like the consistency, the quality, the brand experience. So just think about What does the price say about my business? What does the price say about this particular product or service? And so when we're undercharging, sometimes we can, we can be communicating with our potential clients that maybe this isn't very good. That's why the price isn't very high because it's not great. So so I think it's really important to really think about where do I want to position myself as this position in the market? What would my price be? And think about it in a really strategic way as well. Obviously, one thing we talk about in BBA is that your price needs to be profitable. So obviously, you actually need to price to a point where you're creating profit in your business, but your price also reflects your brand position as well. Number seven, when it comes to your brand position is differentiation. So if, you're, if you've if you got something really unique, if you do something really unique and, and the way in which you talk about it, the way you deliver is different, then obviously that's going to position you in your space as somebody who is different where you're not just going to be lumped in with everybody else who does what you do. And so I really want you to think about that. Like, how can you differentiate yourself? How can you articulate what it is that makes you different and makes you stand out from the crowd? Now, one of the things that I've really worked on and focused on for myself is the fact that I'm a certified mindset and life coach. It's something that I knew I wanted to do. I'm so glad that I did it because after... 15, 20 years of business sales strategy, I always knew like I would be working with clients, I would give them the strategy, I'd give them the tactics, and then they sometimes just wouldn't do it. And it's got nothing to do with the business, it's got to do with the mindset. So for me, being a certified mindset and life coach who is a business and branding coach, that is one of my differentiators. And it's one of the reasons why a lot of clients come to me is because of that mix. And so really taking a look at how do I use that as part of my brand position? How do I use that to elevate what it is that I'm doing, the results that my clients get, how I can show up for them and support them to have really deep shifts in their mindset, their beliefs, so that they can build the profitable business that they want. And so really think about what is your differentiator? What is it that you can really bring to the table that's going to help your clients to know that this is why you're different? One thing I'm going to say, don't be shy. Like this is where you have to kind of blow your own horn, identify like why you're great at what you do, and then talk about it. Number 8 when it comes to brand positioning is desire. Now this is something that I feel like we have to talk about more because when you want to have a higher brand position and when I say higher more exclusive, more polished, more expensive, etc, desire is one of the biggest things that you have to think about. And this comes down to the aspirational desire that I talk about when I talk about magnetic branding is that you want to build something where people are like, I know that one day I'm coming for you. One day I'm going to work with you. One day I'm going to like, you're the person who I'm going to hire. You're the person whose course I'm going to buy. You're the person who I want to coach with. You're the person who I want writing my copy, et cetera. And so really thinking about how you factor in desire when you're looking to do your brand positioning, when you're looking to shift your brand position is something that is so worth doing. What are the desire factors? And The only way that you're going to understand the desire factors is to know your audience really well, know your ideal client, your dream and your cream client really well. And what do I mean by that? If you know that the clients that you want to work with, they want to be seen in a certain way, they want to achieve a certain goal, they want to accomplish something, then you'll understand what their desires are. Yeah. And so if you can understand that, then you can add it to your copy. You can create experiences that speak to their desires. You can have visuals that speak to those desires as well. And that will also help you to reposition your brand because those people are saying, I want you, you're at the highest level. You're the person who I want to work with the most. And I have the desire to do that. So tapping into brand desire, I actually think, number one, I think it's super sexy. I don't know why. (laughs) I don't know why, but I just do. It's like with any of the luxury brands, their whole thing is desire. Yeah, their whole thing is seduction, desire, quality, exclusivity, etc., And so I just think that if you want to have a sexy brand, I think desire has to be really like one of the key things. Number nine is exclusivity, which just sits so well with desire. So if you're for everybody, you're for nobody. If you've been around the entrepreneurial space, you would have seen that quote at least a million times. But I think that it's important, like, who is this for? Being really, like, specific about who this is for. And if you can create exclusivity, and can I say, this is going to not be for every brand, but there might be elements of your business, there might be specific products and services that might be exclusive. And exclusivity could be, it could be pricing, it could be around a number of people that can get into something. And so, you know, that's why after COVID, all of the luxury brands kept their, you know, golden ropes outside of their stores because they were like, well, that makes us feel more exclusive. People have to line up and wait to go come into our store, even though there's no, you know, number or cap on how many people can be in a store now after COVID. But the luxury brands decided to keep it because they felt like that added to their brand position of desire and exclusivity. Do you see? I love it when I can give you a real-time example of how that's working in the world today. And so, You might take a look at some things in your business and there might be exclusivity around it. So for example, with my retreat, there are only a certain number of people that can come along. What number one, we do wanna keep it exclusive as far as like we don't wanna have loads and loads of people at these ones. We want the brand experience to be one that's close and connected. It's, you know, for them, it's a smaller group, which can feel really luxurious as well, especially with the five-star quality food and accommodation and spa and all the rest of it. And so thinking about are there particular things in your business that you could make exclusive? And you can decide what that looks like as well. Number 10 is connection. Now, when you want to shift your brand position, I think a mix of desire, exclusivity, but with the connection piece can work really well. And what do I mean by that? Is that you can be connecting with more of the clients that you really want to have in your business, that you want to attract to your business. Yeah, so you're connecting with that type of client who desires what you want, what you have, and where there might be an exclusive element to it sometimes. The other thing around connection is that you can really up the connection you have with clients who are the best clients in your business. So we take a look at lifetime value of a customer. So for example, our customers who have been with us maybe for a while, or the customers who have spent the most with us. And so they could be clients of mine who maybe have done one-on-one coaching, they went through BBA, they joined Amplify, they came to the retreat, they came to Magnetic Mastery, whatever it is, like they've kind of bought everything. And so really taking a look at what is the connection piece, what is the thing that we might want to do for those types of clients as well. And that can really help you with your brand position because if you are creating special moments which can sit with exclusivity, special moments for your clients. I can guarantee you they will talk about it. Yeah, so really think about how are we connecting. And for the position that we want to have in the market, is our connection strategy, and yes, it can be a strategy, is my connection strategy one that is reflective and in line with the brand position that I want to have in the market? around my quality and my price and my differentiation and the desire we want to build and the exclusivity we want to create. And then number 11, as I said, there's really 10 because number 11 is the collective of all of these things. So if you are wanting to shift your brand in the market right now, if you're like, Suze, I'm ready to level up. And I really feel like that's actually what level up means. Like when, when I talk about leveling up, I'm like, how do we take you from where you are now to where you wanna be, which is that next level up, that jump. And so if you wanna make that jump, then usually there are things that need to shift and change. There might be a look and feel that needs to be like up level. There may be a consistency content piece that needs to be up leveled. You need to mentally make the decision that you are actually going to be shifting your brand position. And I think that that's something that is an important decision to make. So when I work with my one-on-one coaching clients as well, you know, I've had this conversation several times in the last couple of weeks is actually I ask the question, Are you willing to be a leader in your industry? Are you willing to be the face of what it is you want to talk about? Are you willing to be known for what you want to be known for in your industry and in your business? Yeah, because it's really important. You've got to make the decision. Yes, I want to be known. Yes, I want to be a leader. What that looks like as far as my brand position goes is this, this, and this. And being really deliberate and strategic when it comes to how you're building your business. And that's something that we talk a lot about in Amplify. So Amplify, which is my mastermind, which is opening up in June, that is something that we're talking about, how to shift your brand position, how to really take a look at how you are up-leveling, how you are creating premium opportunities, differentiation, desire, exclusivity, That can be in shifting your business model, it can be shifting your brand position, it could be shifting what you want to be known for, those sorts of things. And so I think that's just a really important conversation for us to have because I think it's important for you to make the decision that you're going to shift your brand position and then strategically look at how you're going to do it in a very deliberate, targeted and measurable way as well. And so those are some of the things that I think can really help you to shift your brand position in the market right now. If you've got any questions, then let me know. I would love to hear from you. You can always DM me at Suze Chadwick on Instagram. If you're not following me there, then obviously come over and follow. But yeah, this is something that I think needs to be a lot more of a strategic conversation that... I feel like not enough people are having. So I wanted to have it here on the podcast. And I hope that that gave you a really good overview of some of the things that maybe you can be thinking about if you're wanting to shift your brand position. But listen, until next time, have an amazing week and I'll speak to you soon.